What's going on? We're back. We It's another week, and I got to tell you, the week after a major, a week of being kicked in the dick again, <laughs> the ultimate kick in the dick last week with a couple more seconds on all-or-nothing tickets, uh, and uh, you know, a weaker field this week, a less notable tournament, and I can't wait to get right back after it. If that's not how you feel this night, this might not be the channel for you. I'm going to need you to get a little excited, because uh, it's just another week of PGA DFS. I love Wednesdays. I love the process. I love talking about it. I love bullshitting with you, new guy, if you put a question in the chat, of course. Anyways, new guy, I'm the Degenerate75. I'm a PGA DFS content creator who has been playing PGA DFS for a very long time at a relatively successful level, and I'm here to help you get a little bit better at it. If you're looking for picks, there's plenty of other fucking stations that do that. Go check them out, okay? But that's not what I do here. I'm not going to give you a single pick. I'm going to try to teach you how to play the game. Take as much or as little of it as you want. It's your world. I'm just living in it, big guy. Well, I guess this is kind of my world, all right? Also, you need to know, I'm not a poor. Not a poor. And you know who else is not a poor? New Guy Mike. Okay, I got New Guy sponsoring giveaways now. They they enjoyed the channel. He won some funds. He wanted to give back. I appreciate you, New Guy Mike. So, am I going to do the giveaway now? No. I'm going to do it throughout the show so your sorry ass has to hang around. Because if you're just here for the drawings... Go away. The drawings are just to thank all of you tryhards that are in here with me, okay? The king of the sweaties. Uh, from there, you need to know, the big guy has a problem saying, fuck, as you've already heard me, I've already dropped it twice. I already got two bucks in there. Probably already forgot one, if I'm being honest. Some, some people have been calling me out on the sidelines about not quite getting all the F-bombs in there, and they're probably right. They are probably correct. But what you need to know is every time I say it, I'm going to put a dollar in there. And at the end, I'm going to draw one of you get to play me. Last week, I played my dude uh, X Malachi, and we had a real race to the bottom. Teddy, what do you think? Pay that man his money. I think so, Teddy. I think he beat us. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he beat us or we lost. But it was bad. It was a real race to the bottom. And in the end, he held out. I owe him some money. Malachi, reach out to me. I'll PayPal you, or uh, we can do a big lineup together. Whatever you want to do, brother. Um, it was some good money because I was doing times five last week. All right, I, mean, I, I can't do that every week. Okay, I didn't say I'm rich. I just said I'm not a poor. Big difference. So, without further ado, oh, wait, did I just totally skip over my schedule? Look at this. I'm so excited I skipped over. New guy, if you like the cut of my gym, come check out this schedule. I do the course preview every Monday. Of course, you're watching the live stream right now. And every Friday and Saturday for the past year, I do the Showdown Hoedown, the flagship of my station where the biggest edge exists, which is in Showdown because people are fucking morons. And so, I do it every week and you can count on it. Except this week, I gotta go to a wedding in Portland. Okay, what do you want from me? I'm not, I'm not gonna like stop the wedding and be like, I object. I gotta go do my show. All right, so <laughs> there's gonna be no showdown hoedown for round three. Uh, I think you know, uh, 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 you can go check out Ship It Nation. They do a ground, a, a good round three show that uh, will have lots of information for you. And on Saturday, uh, I'll tweet all this out. Go check out my dude Luke. He does a really good round four show. Okay, I'm not. I'm all about celebrating my competition, right? They're my friends. I want them to do well. So there's plenty of people to check out who do great uh, showdown content. Um, and it's just not going to be there this week. So plan on that, okay? Hey, new guy. I am. I am off base tonight. <laughs> What's the first thing? Wait, shit, I don't even know my own lines. I need it. Let me just, I, you can tell I've had too much ranch water today. This wedding is stressing me out. I feel like J Jesse Spano and Saved by the Bell. I'm so excited. I'm so, I'm so scared. Okay, and I'm, I'm a little off. All right, now, here we go. New guy, one simple question. Have you made your lineup yet? You have. You have, new guy. I know you have. You got excited. You're like, ah, I got my ass kicked last week. I got to get to making it. Well, you don't do that until you watch this entire show. We got far too many things to cover. And if you've already made them, you're already behind the, the eight ball, dickhead. Okay, sorry. I, 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 dickhead's a term of endearment around here, okay? So is donkey dick. A lot of donkey dicks in this chat. Trust me. All right. Uh, we are over here at DraftKings. And DraftKings... Put out some pretty good contests this week, right? But they did one thing wrong. They still have the interns in, in, in control of the contest, and they're just all undersold. They already have secondaries out for almost all of the major tournaments, and it's 7 o'clock in the Lord's time zone right now. No reason that there should be secondary contests up in, in, this early, right? So, uh, the big $20 pitch and putt, you know how I feel about these. Anytime you see 25% to first, it's lame. Get away from it, right? I, I don't like it. Matter of fact, I think the secondary is actually, no, the secondary is even worse. It's a third to first. Hey, Polly, tell him. Get the fuck out of here. Thank you, Polly. Save me that dollar. 
Uh, from there, if you haven't seen this, I talked about this on the course preview show, and some of you don't watch the course preview show. First of all, what the hell's wrong with you? Second of all, these are really cool, right? You just It's just they got a, a $222, $222, a $40, and a $6. So kind of for all of your ranges, right? And they're going to do this over the next three weeks, and how you perform in those will go towards like a, a, a grand leaderboard, a cumulative leaderboard of the standings. And then if you perform well in that, you can get bonus DK dollars. And some of them are really nice. It's like 3000 DK dollars in the 222 Um, You know, and you're like, well, that ain't that much for playing in that contest. Well, dude, they didn't have to give it to you, okay? Just be happy they're doing something cool, something different. It's kind of fun. Uh, here's the big $5. Look, this is a really good contest as far as structure goes, right? Only 8% to first. Second place is 60% of first. And 10th place is uh, 125th to first. Those are really good numbers. But this is what I got to tell you, man. If You, you got to just ask yourself, are you the kind of person that makes just absolute nut lineups? Because that's what it's going to take to beat 71,000 people. And uh, there's a good chance you could play 150 lineups in that for five years and never even once get a top 10. And you wouldn't even be that bad of a player, okay? Uh, I really just encourage you to check out contest. Like, just check out contest. Try it for just try it for like two or three weeks. So you can get a feel for it. Where you never play in a contest that has more than like two thousand entrants. The max number is two thousand entrants. And I'm telling you, you're gonna have such a better time. You're gonna have such a better sweat when you make that key pivot. You fade Donkey Dick, uh, uh, Ricky Fowler, and Wyndham Clark last week. You get such better dividends paid with that uh, in those small contests because so many of those people are already dead, and now you're left playing just you know maybe a couple hundred people, if that. And like that's where it really gets fun. So I really encourage you to to just try it out. I know you want to dream that you're going to win 100,000, but you know what's better than winning 100,000 is not losing your 100 bucks every week. That's what's better than that, Bob. But of course, the one contest you should definitely play in, and I'm getting a little nervous, is mine, the Showdown Hoedown. If you don't know, i got to train you guys. Every week from now on, I will have this. It is a week-long, a.k.a. kick in the nuts, uh, tournament. It is a three max, $5, three max, so $15 you can max enter it. Not only is it my contest, you get to be part of the community, uh, you can win some great prizes, $1,000 the first this week, and it's like a really big contest, 1,000 people, that ain't nothing, Bob. Uh, not only do you get to be in that, but my top five winners all get a free month on my website. Just a free month on the website. And for all of you that are like, I'm already on your website. Well, don't worry. I'm going to put you guys in a special end of the year uh, free roll. Okay? So like right here, look at our winner last week. Here's our winner, Mitchell Mitchell Hode. And then we got Big Easy. That's my dude. I know him. Ty Sly in there. Paul Supple. And uh, Pendle, no. Pendle, Pendle, I don't know how to say it. Anyways, there's my top five. If you guys aren't on the website, just simply reach out to the editor. He'll give you a free month. Congratulations. So take a, a top five finish in the inaugural Showdown Hoedown. You guys filled that so quick. My uh, host was insistent that we do a thousand this week. I said okay, and now I'm like scrambling to fill it today. So please go hop in this. 866 is what it's at. That means I need 134 more of you to jump the fuck in there, okay? So do it and don't ask twice. New guy, chance at redemption, Dicky. What is the first thing that we should always check in a week leading up to? golf <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying yeah that's right i don't know you can't answer the question when i ask it weird i i, I had too much to drink i'm, I'm gonna mm -mm -mm. all right here's the weather this is the most up-to-date weather first of all let me tell you i have boots on the ground down there in fort worth okay and by that i mean my good friend lives in fort worth he's not at the course but he lives close to it works even closer um i probably hit i probably hit his work with my driver uh okay i probably skull it can you skull a driver anyways Here's what you need to know. We uh, Weather for tomorrow. It looks divine. Okay, it looks divine. Look at it. You see right here? We got it right down here. No significant wind all day. It will get up to the mid-80s by the afternoon. And anytime a course gets up to the mid-80 in Texas, you have to ask yourself, is it going to get baked out? And the answer is yes. Okay, but I know for a fact that Fort Worth got a bang load of rain last night. I mean, it rained hard last night, like for the first time in a long time. And they got a ton of rain. They even got some more sprinkles this morning. So it has actually been some rain there. And for the first time ever, this course might not play as firm and fast as it has been over the past several years. Because if you don't know, this course is tight, technical, and it plays firm and fast. And that is really the only way this course has been able to survive with all these bombers not being able to just take it down. However, with the rain I, uh, uh, last night and into this morning, I think that you're going to see the course play a little bit softer, at least for Thursday and maybe part of Friday, okay? 
Uh, first of all, the course just isn't going to have a lot of time to bake out by tomorrow afternoon. So I'm thinking guys tomorrow morning are going to be out there in the nuts conditions. No wind, a softer course, and it's not exactly long, right? So one of the big defenses of this course is the small greens with, with that are very firm. And if you have firm greens and they're small, it is very hard to keep a ball on there. And then all the time, then you're all the time scrambling your balls off trying to save par. But if you have soft greens, you're going to be able to stick it because these guys are going to have 125-yard approach shots all day long. And when you can stick that, these guys are pretty good at that range, right? Even the worst ones are still like gods. So I think you're going to see them get after this course tomorrow morning. And tomorrow afternoon, I don't exactly think they're going to get roasted, right? The course will bake out a little bit. It will probably play tougher in the afternoon than it will in the morning, right? But I will say, Thursday morning looks really nice. So let's move over to Friday, switch over to my other projections, which are better for 48 hours out. And as you can see, there are some slightly more wins Friday. Honestly, not enough to get your panties in a wad, not a ton, but there doesn't. Uh, but it does seem to die down as the day goes on. However, Friday afternoon, you have to factor in that it's going to peak at 86, 87 degrees, and that's after two days of, of, of no rain and uh, getting a little bit of breeze and 87-degree weather. You've got to figure by Friday afternoon, this course will probably be playing as firm and fast as people remember it playing, okay? So it would appear to me is though if you play the guys Thursday morning, they're going to be out there in the perfect scoring conditions. Probably the one time this course will be gotten the most the entire week will be Thursday morning. But then they have to go back out there Friday afternoon when it will probably start getting baked out and be in the traditional, more difficult course that we're used to seeing. The guys who are PMAM, so the guys will go out there Thursday afternoon, they're going to have to play on a slightly drier course on Thursday afternoon, and then Friday morning seems to be a little gustier. So if you made me pick, if you made me pick, I would always err on the side of, especially with my scrubs. When it comes to studs, I think you don't even really consider a weather edge. If you want to play Finau, you play Finau. If you want to play Scheffler, you play Scheffler. It doesn't matter what wave they're on. They're so good that they're going to offset any marginal difference there may be in the weather. But when you're when you're trying to decide between your scrubs, which $6,800 guy is going to round out your lineup I really think this matters and I want my scrubs to be out there where they can eat okay the one time if they have that one good round I want them in the perfect conditions so I will like my scrubs coming from a.m. p.m. wave right and that's weird because typically I like my scrubs to come in from p.m. a.m. it's just easier to make the cut that way but I need them out there in those nuts scoring conditions once again I'm projecting like we all are but I'm projecting that Thursday morning will be the best scoring you will see on this course and I want my scrubs to go get it so then even if they dick off Friday they'll still make the cut give themselves a chance to do something on the weekend right so that's what I want I want my guys getting out there and getting it Thursday morning while the getting is good is that what you should do I don't know you do whatever the fuck you want to do it's your lineups it's your money and the most important thing I can tell you I don't give a shit who you play all right so that is weather that is my breakdown if you want to know what it's going to be over the weekend uh it looks like it, we're not going to see any more rain and it looks like we're just going to have uh, marginal winds my narrative this week it, to, that i almost forgot to say is i think that this course everybody's going to tell you this week that it's a firm fast course that only you know short hitters can play at positional strategic players can be at it's a shot maker scores blah 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 same narrative you hear every week and or not every week from one person and then everybody just regurgitates it right i'm just going to go ahead and tell you this community a lot of times is wrong about shit a lot of times are wrong about shit and here's what i'll tell you if you're just instantly marking out bombers because this isn't a bombers course i think you're being very short-sighted okay especially if this course is going to play soft i think that there's all the more incentive to bomb at the hell down there and then just figure it out with your second shot because you're going to be able to get it to land and stick from the rough uh, with your second shot. So I think that this can be bombed and gouged at least the first day or two, right? And with that I'm not just instantly going to mark off all the bombers and go play fucking Brian Harmon and, and Ryan Armour. Is Ryan Armour even in this field? And all those kind of guys, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little bit more open-minded about the guys I play. I'm not instantly going to mark off guys because they're bombers. I think that's short-sighted and a narrative that you want to be very careful to not fall into because when everybody in, in this industry says one thing just know most of the time it's the other all right we're moving on you want to know that's a little fun fact even though i got straight kicked in the balls hard last week with two more seconds which by the way i'm up to five gpp wins this year 11 second places and 47 top tens you know what all of those have in common this year oh by the way that's just a pga because it's basically the only sport i play until football gets here how did i make every one of those lineups they were made right here with the solver is it going to magically give you good lineups no you still got to do the legwork and put in good player pools but once you do it, we'll make the best versions of those lineups. It has taken me from a very good player to a very, very good player. It has made uh, uh, lineups that I would have not normally made on my own. All those ones that have won, it made those icky, sticky lineups that I would have never made that I need to win GPPs. The best thing I can tell you about it is it comes with my projections loaded into it, both ownership and week-long uh, point projections and round one, round two, round three, and round four showdown, right? 
and you're thinking, man, I can't afford that. That's going to be hundreds of dollars a month, 25 bucks a month. That is for the optimizer with all my projections, 25 bucks a month, a laughable price when you compare it to everybody else in the industry. It is an unbelievable deal. Uh, so many people sign up and they love it. Projections are, in a, are a super important part of being a successful DFS player. I will be the first to tell you, it is not the end-all be-all, like a lot of people say, especially at PGA, but it is certainly part of the puzzle, just like ownership, just like models, just like contest selection. It is another piece of the puzzle to be successful. I encourage you to check it out. Make sure you use my little landing page with a showdown hoedown symbol there if you want my projections. If you don't want my projections, well, then don't use it. Pretty simple, right? All right, let's get to ownership. If you don't know, the big guy is a sweaty tryhard who gets so sick and tired of all the seals going, the chalk always gets there. Does it? Does the chalk always get there? Hey, bud, how'd your Wyndham Clark lineups do last week? How about your Ricky Fowler lineups? What about your Siwoo Kim lineups? Your, your Gary Woodland lineups? Your Russell Henley lineups? How'd all, how'd all those donkey dicks treat you last week? Yeah, the chalk always gets there, doesn't it? Get the... Polly, tell him. Get the fuck out of here. So another week of tracking the chalk. Uh, Xander Schauffele up top. You could have just went and played Brooks Kepka or Morikawa. Well, Morikawa scored a little less than him, but it was basically the same. They didn't. Neither of them really scored anything. Uh, instead of Terrell Hatton, uh, Terrell Hatton did actually outperform his two pivots, but he's not like he lit the world on fire. Instead of playing Donkey Dick, uh, Ricky Fowler, you could have played Patrick Reed uh, or Justin Rose, who both boat raced him, right? So uh, unbelievably, another uh, chalk gets three, pivots get three week, and we are still at exactly uh, oh wait i told you the pivots are actually up to 50.6 percent now so the pivots hold on to their lead so this whole year if you just picked pivots not only would you be up about one percent 50.5 to 49.5 you would also be not eating all that ownership so when your guys do actually perform you get all those points to yourself what a world what a world play the game bro Play the game, I know, but my projections say this. Oh, that one guy I listened to said, I got to play this guy. You don't got to do anything ever at PGA. This is not those other sports. You got to get uncomfortable. Try it. Try it. Just try it. I'm telling you, it's a different game. All right, let's get to our most owned guys this week. <sighs> there's some, there's, we, 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 there's going to be some noises being made here, okay? We have. Uh, uh, some guys that are very highly owned. And it's weird this week. The ownership is really concentrating. I've never seen this. Like, it's like 15 guys are over 10%, and then everybody else is nothing. Okay? It's like, there's, like, there's no middle ground. Normally, you kind of just see it kind of go down nice and evenly. Not this week, my friend. This week, it is straight. Uh, I, I have all the ownership, or I have nothing. All right. We're going to start with Scotty Scheffner. Okay? I've heard this young whippersnapper is an up-and-comer with a strong game. And Scotty Scheffler, believe it or not, I, I, I thought because his price tag was 11.5 and he's only, what, 800 more than uh, Finau, the next highest priced guy. But yet, when you look at his projections, when you look at his optimal rate, when you look at his results, when you look at his floor, I mean, just everything about him is perfect. Just perfect, right? Oh, did you know he's from Texas? I think he's from Dallas, right? So he's, and this is in Fort Worth, which is pretty close to it. You know, go look at a map every once in a while. So you got to love Scotty Scheffler. And I was for sure that he would be over 40% this week. But believe it or not, I think that people are realizing when you play a guy like that with so many other good players, he's very price prohibitive to what he does to your lineups. And that is the one thing that has kind of kept his ownership down is even though I think DraftKings priced him just a hair too soft, they did a really good job pricing everybody else up. So almost anybody you want to pair with Scotty Scheffler, you know, really from, you know, uh, 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 9,700 up really starts to hamper what you do with your lineup. Because once you play Scotty and any other guy over 9,700, you are a Essentially, you're essentially just playing four punts with them, right? You don't have a ton of money left to build a nice balanced lineup. So 35%, uh, you know, almost twice the ownership of anybody else up there. This one's easy. You're going to see this one coming. No surprise. And I, uh, you got to just know, Scotty Scheffler. The man is Donkey Chalk, and we don't play Donkey Chalk. We don't do it except when we do, especially with Scotty Scheffner. If there is ever some Donkey Dick Chalk I'm going to eat, it'll be that motherfucker. Because I want you to know sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, and I say, Scotty, don't do it to me again. And and uh, and then I wake up, I say, it's just a dream. And then I remembered, oh, no, it's not a dream. He's done it to me like 10 times. So I'm not telling you to play Scotty. I'm not telling you to fade him. Here's what I'll tell you, though, okay? Scotty Scheffler has an incredible win equity, more than twice that of anybody else in this contest, okay? And win equity really matters because you know, as well as I do, you need the winner to win GPPs, unless you're in really small contest. So if you want to fade him, I think it makes total sense, right? But just know, fading him at showdown is one thing because in 18 holes, any asshole can have an average round. But how often is Scotty Scheffler going to spin his wheels for 72 uh, holes, right? It's just not very often he does that. The cream of the crop rises over 72 holes. That's why they play four rounds instead of one at PGA Tour events, right? So with that said, if you're going to play him, 
I think you need to shit or get off the pot, right? I think you, I think you play uh, zero. You, you just you make your big stand right there, and then once you do that, you're basically free to play whoever the hell you want the rest of the time, or you commit to him and you play him in like seventy plus percent of your lineups. That's what that's how I'd advise you to do it. Which one is the right answer? I don't know. I guess we'll find out Sunday, won't we, dude? But in the meantime, I think you need to make one of those two decisions. I will be fully transparent with you as we move on to the second one. Sung JM was definitely the one guy I was going to play this week. I already had the little image drawn up. It was him waving. It was it was funny. And he had Ron Burgundy on his shirt. It was a good thing. It was a whole funny thing. Uh, but Sung Jae, I just loved him on the bounce back. Uh, I figured more people would be mad at him for how he killed their lineups last week. He killed my lineups too, but I don't I don't hold grudges. That's why I win. And Sung Jae is uh, 9,500. He uh, is a great course fit. Um, he is a true talent that far exceeds that 9,500. Uh, he's everything you want in a player. But at 23%, when there are guys legit 10% all around him, I mean, you know what's coming here, right? You know what's coming. The man's Donkey Chalk, and we don't play we Donkey don't do Chalk. It. We don't do it. I will tell you, if you're going to play Donkey Chalk, it is less of a crime up top than it is down low. But still, that is a lot of chalk to be eating. That's a lot. That's a lot of that. He's so chalky, it's comparable to how much street food he eats. Okay, it's a lot. Me and, me and Sungjae, we got a bad habit of eating too much street food. Uh, okay. I was like, ooh, a slice of pizza. Nice. Okay. Uh, Jordan Spieth coming in at 9,900. All right. Jordan Spieth is, uh, 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 21%, which is pretty high, right? Pretty high. Especially when you have so many alternatives around him that are, you know, negligibly lower. So Jordan Spieth at, at, at 9,900, uh, he's from Dallas, right? He's from this area. He's from Texas. He's played well here. He has incredible course history. He seems to be okay with the wrist. He seems to be bouncing back. So because of that, I think we're left with no option here. Jordan Spieth. The man's Donkey Chalk, and we don't play Donkey Chalk. Matter of fact, I don't ever play. Here you go. If you don't know, new guy, you need to know my one rule. Here's my one rule that I follow. Please don't follow my rule, okay? It's my rule. You have your own rules. My rule is this. No one wants to play Jordan Spieth. I'm in on that little donkey. Everybody wants to play Jordan Spieth. I set the hell out. I've been doing it for about three or four years, and never once have I regretted it. That doesn't mean it works every time. It just means it works more than it should. It's a very good rule, okay? Victor Hovland coming in at 17.8%. Weirdly enough, I don't really think that's out of line, right? He's the he's the third most highest priced guy. He's gonna naturally get some ownership. He played effing incredible last week. One poor decision on 16, trying to be a hero out of the bunker, or he really wins that tournament. He played good enough to win. He played incredible. Uh, it seems a lot of people aren't worried about his short game as much as he scrambled his balls off around there. So believe it or not, I think I'm just gonna. I think he's just he's okay, okay Chuck. I don't even think he's eh. I think that's just perfectly okay if you want a 17% hovling because most of that ownership is just simply because rule number one, people got to spend their money. From there, Justin Rose and Tommy Fleetwood are kind of lumped there together at 17% right there in the low 9Ks. I think they're going to be a popular landing point as a second guy into a lot of lineups, but I also think that people want Spieth and M to be the second guy in their lineup, so that is what's keeping their ownership under 20, even though I was for sure both of them would be over 20. So because of that, I think I'm just going to give them both. Uh, we'll give them. Give them yeah. Okay, it's a, like, it's a little too chalky, but it's not like a deal breaker. Okay, It's not disgusting chalk. However, Ricky Fowler's down in the uh, 8Ks, and I was for sure that we were going to get an ownership discount on him this week, uh, letting everybody down last week. He does not have a good course history here. Um, but coming in at 16%, when you get into that 8K range, ownership starts falling off fast. I'm talking like all kinds of guys around 6, 7, 8%. So here he is, legit two times the ownership of almost every other person in the 8Ks. And so because of that, Ricky, I love you. I do. We're cowboys, right? Go pokes. Go pokes. But Ricky, I got no choice. The man's donkey jock, and we don't play We don't play him, except when we do, guy in the back. Except, no, I know, I know, I went to OSU too, I get it. But, like, we can't think with our hearts, we gotta think with our brains. Guy in the back's getting mouthy these days. Shut, shut up, sit down. All right, uh, number two. Uh, uh, Tony Finau coming in at 15.9%. If you're a Tony Finau truther, who, by the way, has a very good course history here, is typically better at short courses than you would ever expect, and played like a true asshole last week, uh, and, you know, like, could never do good. Or he could. So, with that said, I think I think Tony, this is an easy one, right? He's just he's just okay, okay. chalk. He's fine, right? If you want to call that chalk, whatever. Okay, you don't know what that term means, okay? Cam Davis, I, I have a sneaking suspicion. If somebody is going to show up higher owned than I am projecting right here, this is going to be our uh, 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 Wednesday night steam guy. People are going to be like, wait. I want to play Cam Davis. He's tall. Okay, well, I mean, that's, that's a thing. So because of that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hedge my bet, and I'm just going to give him, eh, I don't love it. Okay, he's a little high, but honestly, not as high as I thought. If you, you want to play Cam Davis, I think you play Cam Davis, and you do, it, uh, you do it feeling pretty good about yourself. 
Colin Morikawa is getting a little bit of steam. I actually only had him around 10% in my initial projections, and then I updated my point projections, and I was like, oh, okay, Morikawa is projecting well. People like him at tighter, short courses, um, and uh, that's what he is. But I would like to remind everybody one little secret that I know about Colin Morikawa. He fucking sucks, all right? That's, that's the big secret that a lot of people don't know about him. So with that said, I think at 13%, a lot of that is just simply where he's priced. People spend their salary. So I think we're just going to give him I think, he's just, I think he's just okay. I think he's just okay. But you get down here, and and, and and there's a lot of guys that I really struggled with, right? You got Steven Yeager down in the lower 8Ks, and then there's just like six or seven guys down in the lower 7Ks that are all right at like 10 to 12% ownership, and I'm like, why? <laughs> what is the, who are these guys? Why, why do you love Dumpy Bo? What are we doing, America? And England and Canada and all of you. I love all of you around the world. Go people of the world. Okay, so Steven Yeager, JT Poston, just like all these other guys in this range, they're, they're not quite so out of line, especially because there's multiple of them around there that they're not so much ahead of their peers, but it's still weird that like these guys are getting so much ownership, so I guess once again I'm going to be a bitch and hedge my bets, and I'm just going to say... Yeah, they're at chalk, okay? If, you, if you're in love with Steven Yeager, which honestly makes sense. The guy's pretty damn good. But, or JT Poston or Dumpy Bo or Eric Cole or all those guys down in the low 7Ks that are getting ownership, play them. But like, just know that like there's literally guys that are just as good as them, as good as them right next to them. Like Justin Suh is going to be 5%. He'll be half, if not lower, than the ownership of all those guys. And honestly, it's Justin Suh, not the exact same player as JT Poston. Honestly, he's probably better, higher upside, right? I, we can agree to disagree. But there you go. That is your chalk report. If you want all the ownership, it's over on my website, okay? Let's get over to the model. <sighs> I looked at the model a little bit different, right? I think that the key scoring this week, as I told you on the course preview, is going to be that 400 to 450 range. So I really want to know guys who score well on those par four ranges. I also just looked at recent ball striking. If you're not ball striking, I don't really want to play it. You need to be playing solid off the tee, and I want to see some good approach. That's why I put good good drives on here, and I also looked at key uh, distances of 100 to 125 and 125 to 150. That's probably a lot shorter than what you've heard other people saying, because I think guys are going to bomb it the fuck out there, and I think that they're going to have a lot more wedges in than people are anticipating. So because of that, I want to see guys who are playing from the fairway, and I want to see guys who are hitting their wedge as well, and I looked at those. Of course, I looked at bent grass putting, and I, I baked in some around the greens, because once this course does firm up on the weekends, I think you're going to need to be able to scramble a little bit, just because these greens are so small, you're going to there's gonna you're gonna miss three or four greens, even when you're ball striking well, so you're going to need to get up and down to save those pars, right? Uh, from there, uh, a lot of these par threes are long. It is where this course really bites you in the ass is these long par threes and the few long par fours, and that is where most of the bogeys come on this course. So I want to know guys who play there. And, of course, I want to just know guys who play short 70 course as well because this is one of the shortest courses on tour, and it's a par 70, with one of the par fives basically being unreachable in two, right? You're not going to see many eagles on one of the two par fives. So par fives really aren't even on my uh, uh, radar this week, okay? There's the first hole. Everybody gets their birdie. Move on, right? So from there, let's go see who looks in the model. And ah, Scotty Scheffler's number one in my model. How did I do it? How do I, how do I always get uh, Scotty and, and Rom to be number one in my model? It's, it's truly a gift I have. I don't know how I do it. It's truly amazing. It's incredible. All right. So, Scotty Scheffler's number one in the model. You know why he's number one in the model? Because he's going to be number one in any model because he's better than all these donkey dicks. That, that, it's pretty simple, right? This is why I'm not a guy that's like, oh, I'm all about the model. Wow. You're all, so they got you on Scotty Scheffler. Wow. What a brave model you made, brother. Scotty Scheffler looks incredible on the model. He's number one. He's top five in like six different categories. He's just a great fit. But I would, I would counter with this. What course is he not a good fit at? Like, get out of here. Okay, he's a good fit at every course. Surprisingly, I told you, old, old Tony Finau, number two in the model, right? He's not really uh, dominant at anything, but he's kind of good at everything, right? He plays these short 70s well. He's good at those, those, those two proximities I looked at. He does put the ball in the fairway on average and difficult courses at a very high rate. He has a good, uh, 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 good drive rate. So Tony Finau, I'm telling you, he's going to be overlooked. I, he, he's playable, man. He is super playable. Do not sleep on Tony. From there, Victor Hovland, I mean, he's going to look incredible. Uh, 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 but these three are getting the ownership. If you want to play the pivot game up top, you just go look at Morikawa, or better yet, you look at Homa. Look, I'm the first guy to tell you, Max Homa is a guy that I like at long, difficult courses, and this ain't a long, difficult course. It's like a medium uh, difficult course, right? And uh, uh, it's actually probably like short and not and like not difficult. It's like short and average. So uh, Max Homa is, uh, you know, he doesn't look great in the model, but no one's going to play him. And then they sometimes you just play the talent. And at ten thousand one hundred, I think you're legit going to get him at single digit ownership. And you're going to tell me Max Homa can't win this tournament. You know, maybe not a guy you play if you're doing three lineups, but if you're playing 150 or you're playing 20 lineups and you want to get him in there as a way to get a little bit different off of Scotty or something like that, totally makes sense. All right? That's all I'm saying. 
Jordan Spieth is donkey chalk. If you don't want to play that donkey chalk, just go check out Sam Burns. Sam Burns is legit going to be 8% owned. And Sam Burns, I don't know if you know this, Sam Burns won last year. So something tells me he can play well at this course, okay? And there is, I've looked, there's quite a bit of uh, parallels between this and the uh, match play. And uh, last time I checked, Sam Burns just won the match play. So maybe that, maybe we keep that going. No one wants to play Sam Burns? I'll play him. All right, go Tigers. Roar. Sungjae, my sweet prince, I already miss you. I want to play him. I do. But I'm a man of scruples. Incredible integrity I have. I'm not going to play donkey dick chalk, okay? Uh, Justin Rose inexplicably played uh, poor on Sunday, but I'm ready to forgive. Tommy Fleetwood, if you didn't see that stat, I think Ron Kloss put it out that he is incredible the week after a major. Uh, Very worth noting. I think Chris Kirk is just a perfect fit for this course, and he's overpriced. But remember the last time we were bitching about Chris Kirk being overpriced? He freaking won the tournament. So get that out of your head. Uh, Siwoo, you're going to get a discount on him because everybody wants to play Ricky. I think Russell Henley is a nuts fit at this course. He missed the cut last week. Everybody's pissed at him. Uh, people don't want to pay $8,800 for boring-ass Russell Henley. He's, I mean, it, I, play him. Oh, by the way, who's the number one guy on short 70 courses in my entire model? Russell Henley. Denny McCarthy is also overpriced, but I'm going to tell you, here's one rule. When Denny McCarthy is good on approach, you play him, and his approach has been good. That guy almost grinded me two tickets last week, and Corey Connor said, yeah, hey, Denny, I hear what you're saying, but... Uh, Fuck off. I'm going to bogey a three-footer. Uh, where we got from there? Uh, Cam Davis. I mean, I'm just I'm a Cam Davis truther. And that you give me him playing well, I'm just, just no. I'm a complete slut for Cam Davis. This is the great pivot range right here. Tom Hoagie, Minwoo Lee, K.H. Lee, Brian Harmon. No one is playing this. And then you got Steven Yeager. But then after Steven Yeager, he will have some ownership. You have Taylor Moore, Kitayama, Ann, Todd, English, Bez, Grio, Smalley, Spawn, Fox, all those guys, all of those guys, all of the lower eight and upper sevens, literally every one of them, sans St- uh, Steven Yeager, is coming in at single-digit ownership. I'm telling you, like I told you last week, everybody's going to spend all their time pulling their hair out trying to determine who's going to do this up top, and what's really going to win you a GPP is picking the right 7K guys. Last week, it was for me, it was Connors and Keegan and Bryson, and it wasn't Ricky and Wyndham and all those guys, right? It didn't matter who you had up top last week because all of them did so well. What really mattered was what you did in the 7K. So really spend your time trying to find the key piece from this lower eight range and upper seven range, because not only are they going to be the keys to success, they're going to be the keys to winning you a GPP because they're going to be so low owned. All right. I'm telling you, look into it. Uh, from there, uh, you know, uh, people are on Lucas E. Bear and Patrick Rogers, whatever. He had, this guy looks goofy and this guy just sucks at life. Uh, Davis Riley, Dietrich, Billy Ho, Mav. I mean, that's just the, 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 what is that? The four horsemen of, of pivots right there. I, I love all four of those of pivot. No one's going to play any of those guys. They all suck. They could never do good. They've all been playing bad. Or they could. All right. I'm just telling you. And then, then we get to this weird range, right? Hostler, Buckley, Poston, Cole, Nick Taylor. Okay, first of all, I get Nick Taylor. Okay, I get it that he fell apart at round two at the PGA, but hell, a lot of people fell apart there, right? This is a great range with some great players, but like none of these guys should be 12% owned, and that's what a lot of them are coming in at, right? And in the low 7Ks, if you want to eat 12% chalk, well, I can already tell you what your destiny is going to be. Hold on, well, let me let me read what my magic ball says. You're a loser. That's what it says. <laughs> How does it know? It's incredible. This thing is incredible. Uh, from there, uh, Andrew Putnam. Well, I, I, you know, I'm, this does seem like a good fit for Andrew Putnam, but I do worry that his name is not Andrew Approachnam because uh, he has not exactly been killing it uh, with approach recently. And then this is what I want to talk to you about, man. Guys like Bramlett, Sepp Straka, Vince Norman, uh, uh, Cam Champ, you know, just go pick uh, Luke List. Any of these quote unquote bombers down in this range are all, I mean, legit going to be less than 2% owned. Yeah, can't play bombers. This ain't a bomber course. Too many trees. Fairways are too narrow. You can't do it. Okay. Thank you, narrative guy that doesn't actually know. Just go look at the leaderboard Sunday and tell me if I was wrong that bombers can play here. Okay. Not only can they play here, I think they can dominate here. You give me even kind of soft conditions where they can, where they can hit the ball out of the rough and keep it on the greens. Now I'm really in, right? So I, 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 I'm not afraid to play bomb and gouge guys this week, okay? Plus, you know what? I just always am a big believer in like fading the narrative of the community, right? Oh, you're going you to play Wyndham. Okay, I got to do shit, Bob. Uh, all right, from there, uh, what do we got? You want some, uh, you want some uh, 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 sleepers? Uh, you know, actually, the problem is a lot of the sleepers I like, Ben Martin, Akshay Batia, uh, Mark Hubbard, those are some guys that jumped off the page to me. Honestly, they're all too chalky. I just don't want to play 6 or 7% on guys in the 6Ks. I think it's as dumb as playing. 
playing 12% on guys in the 7Ks or playing 20% on guys in the 8Ks. It's just, it's just a fool's errand. So some guys to consider that will be low owned. Maybe go check out Kevin Strillman. If you want to, if we're going to, if this is the old man year of 2023 and we want short hitters, tell me why Kevin Strillman can't be well here. Robbie, Robbie Shelton is just a guy that I'm just telling you, this guy's going to win a tournament in the next 12 months. You heard it here first. Robbie Shelton will win a tournament in the next 12 months. Is this going to be the one? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. If I knew, I'd, I'd be giving winners all the time, Bob. Uh, some other sleepers to consider. How about old uh, Aaron Pumpernickel bread? Um, you, you, I mean, the guy, look, he wears two gloves. So first of all, if there is any moisture in the air, he's going to have a huge advantage because he'll have a better grip on his glove. That's number one. Now, you can't put that in the model, can you? But I'm just telling you, he's just one of those dudes that's like kind of like – when I look at any one part of his game, nothing sticks out. But like when you look at it as a sum of all the goods, well, then he's actually pretty good. He's pretty good. I'm just telling you. He just it, and it is, I, I don't really even know what his course is. But I'll tell you, he's an above average player on short 70s. That's what I can tell you. Oh, and he's really good at uh, those distances that we looked at. What the hell do I have over there? Uh, from there, what do we got here? Uh, 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 oh, and nasty Nate Lashley. You, you can't go wrong with Nate Lashley. The guy has been killing it on approach i mean like unbelievably killing it if he keeps that going on this course which is largely a second shot course and a guy he is a guy that you can see typically plays from the fairways i'm in so there you go we've went over some sleepers we've went over some pivots we've went over where the chalk is and we've went over roster construction right what scotty does to the rest of your lineup if you build with scotty and you just you basically are xing out anybody down to i guess you could probably stick speeth in there but you know like it just really limits what you can do with the rest of your player pool so if you're committed to scotty just no, you better dump all these whores, okay? Which brings me to, who is the one guy I am definitely playing this week? Well, the one guy I'm definitely not playing is a guy that, well, I mean, let's be honest. He's a guy that actually still has some injury concerns. He's a guy that uh, 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 I never play when he's highly owned. And he's a guy that, uh, you know, like it, everything seems to be pointing in the right direction. He gutted it out last week. He played well. He has good course history. Everything adds up. And every time everything adds up for this guy, he lets me down. So, of course, the one guy I am not playing this week, his name's Jordan Spieth. We're not playing Jordan Spieth. Get Polly, tell him. Get the fuck out of here. Which brings me to the more important question. Who is the one guy I am definitely playing this week? The one guy I'm definitely playing this week is a dude that inexplicably kind of melted down on Sunday at the PGA Championship, which I did not see coming because the guy has been playing great. He is having, it is the year of the old man, and he might be leading this train back. I still believe he has elite golf in him, and the fact that I'm going to get him at under 20% when I think he is I think he's definitely going to finish in the top three. I am so excited about. He is, uh, quote-unquote, going to be in the best conditions that I'm hoping for, and he's a guy that I think uh, is, is out to win after he disappointed on Sunday. Which brings me back to the greatest 80s band of all time. Maybe the greatest band of all time. A little band called Poison. And they once had a great song. Brett Michaels, the lead singer, maybe the best lead singer of all time, said, uh, every rose has its thorn. You know what I say? I say that that may be true. Except for Justin Rose! We're playing Justin! Justin's gonna win! Let's go! By the way, that's Justin Rose on Brett Michaels. Took a long time for the editor to get that all uh, lined up. Every rose has its thorn except Justin. Justin's gonna get him. All right, uh, before we get to the drawing, hey, go check out my website, dgen75.com. If you're that guy who's like, I don't pay for websites, dude, just check it out. I promise you. I'll, I'll give you a free week to try it out, and then you'll just come back and stay, because that's what everybody does. It's the best community out there. I have the best tools the best community, and I'm accessible because I'm not, like, famous and don't have, like, time to return your messages and stuff. So, oh, yeah, and it's all about the community over there. Check out all my dudes winning last week. JT and SPH and Bannock and Ricardo and P. Lou, my man, Mike Stacks, LMO, Delbert, Zeke Horms, Shelby, Sean, winning, crack. <laughs> That's weird to just say crack. Crack drafter. Uh, there's so many winners. I, uh, congratulations, Eric, my man. Uh, PTZ, let's go. Look at all those flags flying. By the way, I got a special thing coming for all the people that fly the flag. It, 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 logistics, okay? Uh, and I have the best tool of all of PGA DFS, the Rosetta Stone, everything you need to know to make good player pools to help you with your process and not just have somebody spoon feed you the answer to the test. Because if you want to know the best kept secret in PGA DFS, for all of you dumbasses that need somebody to feed you the answers to the test, just know those guys don't know the answer to the test either so you're just getting a bunch of bullshit fed to you all right also don't forget to like and subscribe the channel is going real good we got 300 people in here and only 126 likes what is life so like subscribe and tell a friend because you know youtube ain't gonna share my shit and please for the love of god go get in my contest it is in the description of this video i've got to get this filled or i'm gonna have to beat up my host we're up to 917 you know it's better 917 don't you
5,000. Let's do it. All right, here's our winners. Uh, the first one, I'm going to do, we'll do We'll do two winners now. We'll do the F counter, and then I'll do another winner uh, at the end of the chat. So, editor, give me three winners right now. The first two are going to build a ticket with me tonight in the tournament. And then the third name he draws is going, oh, Corey Orms. I know that guy. Corey, you're a winner. We're building a lineup tonight. Uh, and then the third guy he draws is going to play me in the F counter, which is a little low. I feel like I, I might have uh, cheated that one a little bit tonight. Michael uh, Lafimna. There you go. Uh, Lafimnikita. I think that was a show on USA back in the day. So there's two. And then our third one to play me, heads up. Hopefully it's a better match than it was last week. A real race to the bottom. Micah G. Wait, okay. I saw Micah. I thought it was Malachi again. All right. Micah, send me a 1v1 over on uh, 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 the DraftKings. We're going to play heads up, okay? Uh, <laughs> Malachi, it was bad, okay? you. I, once again, you, we're going to say you won, but I'm not going to call you a winner. Does that make sense, Malachi? Okay. So uh, that, that's our winners. I'm going to do one more winner here in a little bit, but I'm going to get over to the chat. We're getting a little bit behind here. We got 30 people dropping out when they see they don't win. Low character. Low character people around here. Not those people that wait, 25 people up, not tryhards. Those 25 people, not tryhards. Uh, I will tell you that number used to drop like 50. So thank you guys for not being low character. All right, Eric, uh, if playing single entry or three max only, it's doing that thing again, editor. Uh, do we just jam Scotty? Look, man, here's the thing with Scotty. I, I, if you're playing a single entry, it's kind of okay to play him because you are going to be leveraged on him. But I think when you play him, you just know that like you don't want to go play Spieth or M after that, right? You just get different. It is okay to play Scotty. It truly is. You just got to realize what he does to your lineup, not in just terms of ownership, but also what he does to your lineup in terms of being so price prohibitive, right? That's what you you need to be thinking about um because if you want to know the truth scotty's a good play he's a good play right it's just how do you want to build with him and it's also a good play to fade him right if you're just playing the game it totally makes sense to fade him like there's it's a it's a the argument either way is correct that's what's incredible about scotty uh, join the DK League. Yeah, the Star Lord gets it. All right. And going for a Fantasy Golf World Championship ticket, do you have to fade Scotty? Well, first of all, I'm going to be playing, uh, going for those tickets, and I'm not opposed to playing Scotty, but I'm also playing at a higher level where, you know, like, uh, it, 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 I assume you're going to be playing like the $5 or the $10, Sean. And if you're playing in those, it does make sense. You can instantly block out 40% of people in those if Scotty just spins his wheels a little bit, right? Um, but what I will tell you is I don't think that's what you have to do. I, I would just ask yourself this. What is what is more likely, Spieth or an M blowing up or Scotty blowing up? Okay, And Scotty would have to be twice as likely to blow up than them. Or, or no, uh, Spieth and M would have to be twice as likely because they're half his ownership, right? And you're going to have to just balance that equation on what you think the week's going to play out like. Thoughts on fading players who played well at the PGA Championship historically don't play well at the Charles Schwab. Uh, yeah, I mean, there is a narrative to fake guys who uh, 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 d don't typically play well here because it is usually following the PGA Championship. But more than that, I, I kind of want guys that don't play well after majors. Like Some of these guys are just obligated to be here and they don't want to be here. So that's why I really like that stat about seeing who plays well the week after a major. I think there's some real meat on that bone. Uh, do you have the win equity goal for, uh, for, the week, uh, for this weekend? Uh, do you have a win equity goal for this weekend? I don't know what that means, but my win equity for a lineup, I try to get 13%, which is very difficult to do this week if you don't have one Scotty Scheffner. Uh, uh, speaking of which, only brave people fade Scotty Scheffner. He ain't lying about that. Do we have a favorite play in the 9K range? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, every uh, rose has its uh, uh, every every rose has a thorn except Justin. That's what I'm going to go with. Is KH Lee chalk this week? Not at all. He's actually a pretty good, uh, pretty good little price there. Uh, 8,300, that's the great forgotten about range. Mr. Pantorini. Uh, if I start Kawahoma, too crazy or just enough win equity? I mean, here's the thing. I think either one of those guys is a great pivot, but like, I, well, you don't need a double pivot. There's a point that pivoting, you can just be too cute. And I think that's being too cute. That's what I'd say. I, I like one of those guys uh, in a vacuum, but not uh, together, right? Uh, is it time to play the Hobbit? He makes a lot of sense. He makes a lot of sense, right? And you know what? I've heard that Middle Earth is under attack. And when Middle Earth is under attack, who do you want on your roster more than the Hobbit? Is Patrick Rogers the biggest loser in this tournament? No, he's the biggest loser ever. Big difference. Big difference. What's good, motherfucker? What's up? Ayo. 100% Michael Block this week. Uh, I think that's 100% a decision you could make if you enjoy losing money. Thoughts on uh, uh, Josh Bramlett. Josh, don't, uh, Joseph, don't call me Josh Bramlett. Uh, 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 I love him. I, I mean, give me, all, give me the bombers. <laughs> Uh, also fade all the OSU golf players this week. How dare you? You know I'm OSU alumni. No Ricky, no Victor, no Norn. Okay, I do actually agree with that statement, but how dare you judge them by the great school they went to? We, I, I want you to know that Oklahoma State is the Harvard of Stillwater, Oklahoma. I want you to know that. All right, uh, am, I, am I chalk this week? You are to me, brother. I'm going to be all in on you. 
That sounded weird. <laughs> Man, would you recommend? Uh, 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 would you recommend playing uh, one or more golfers at 100 percent or more of your lineups given MME? Yeah, I'm, I'm not opposed to it, especially if you have a if you're only playing so many lineups. I totally sometimes I'll go two or three guys at 100 percent. Scotty Mega Chalk Week. It is, but not as bad as I thought it would be, brother. All right. Too crazy to take a shot on EVR this week? Never. EVR is like, I, I love EVR, okay? Especially in GPPs, because he's going to get you a top five or he's going to miss the cut. And there's usually no in between with that motherfucker. And even if he does get you a T38, he'll do it with 23 birdies. Uh, okay. Uh, Scheffler or no Scheffler? You know what, Jeff? That's an easy one. Follow your heart, brother. Follow your heart. Uh, thoughts on Siwoo? I mean, it, under 10% ownership, I'm very interested. Very interested in old Siwoo. I, I wasn't interested until I saw that ownership. Then I was like, okay, okay. All right. Uh, 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 thoughts on Eric Cole? Jeremy. Shh. I like him. Uh, he's, I wish he was a lower ownership, though. Why is everybody on my Eric Cole? Get off of him, okay? Eric Cole, leave him, leave him alone, all right? Go go convert. Don't do do not do coal. Do solar. Do do geothermal, not coal. Uh, all right, are we uh, are we more concerned with recent or uh, form course history this week? I, I I prefer recent form course history. A lot of these guys don't have a ton of course history here, so I would lean on recent form. That's why I love uh, recent ball striking. Fading chef again, or am, am I insane? Uh, well, I mean, how'd it work out for you last time, Nicholas? Uh, Tony Finau, one and done. I think he's a great pick. I can't imagine Ricky that too many people are going to be playing Finau, and I think he has winning upside. I, I I think he's the second most likely person to win this tournament. Right? I think that probably something like four or five percent of the time he's going to win this tournament. Uh, 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 let's see, my dude Ben, get to a uh, get to different with Scotty. Would you rather go full stars and scrubs? When I play Scotty, I think my most common build is going to be Scotty. A 9K guy, and then probably one 8K guy and three 7Ks. That'll probably be my most common build with him, right? I just don't love teaming him up with Finau because then you're really punting for the last four spots. Even if you teamed him up with somebody like a Homa or a Spieth, you're almost punting with your last four spots. And I just, how how often do you see a four-punt lineup win a GBB? Hardly ever. You just hardly ever see it. Uh, any thoughts on SH Kim? I think that no one is playing him, and because of that, he has a tremendous pivot off all that low 7K chalk. I mean, legit, he's going to be one-fifth the ownership of all those motherfathers. Uh, what is hands down your favorite contest to play in DK besides your baby? Which, by the way, Delbert, they got rid of my baby. I, I've really fallen in love with that $250 Formax, Delbert. You'll, you'll see me in that almost every week. Uh, it's just a really good payout structure. I like that it's capped at four entries, and I like that they're $250, bucks, so each lineup matters, right? It's, it's just a really good contest. Whoever shouted that, whoever gave that idea to DraftKings says, I know they didn't come up with that shit themselves. Hats off to you, you motherfucker. Victor Hovland letdown week? It does kind of feel like that. It does. Like, there's got to be a little bit of an emotional drain after finishing second at a major. Enough for me to run. Uh, Played it. Ori, good. That's right. That's that's the answer to every player that's not playing well. Brett, do you ever play your nuclear guys in week long or just showdown? Occasionally, but I got to tell you, guys like Taron and EVR and 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 those guys that I, you know, you know my list of guys that I love to play those nuclear hot guys. They just never get it done for three rounds. And to be really competitive in a tournament like this, you got to get it done for three rounds. At best, they'll get it down done for two rounds in a tournament, and most often they just get it done in one round. And so because of that, I hardly ever play them at week long. But I play the shit out of them at showdown. Uh, Gary. Kigo, he's just like auto lock at showdown, right? But week long, I I I, re- I rarely even consider him. Uh, can't play Hovland. We all know that. Eh, that's your opinion. Uh, in lower stakes single entry, will Scheffler be higher owned than normal? I bet. I would bet in single entry, even in the low owned, uh, uh, lower stake stuff. I bet he's still a little over forty percent, right? Probably 45 percent would be my guess. Uh, I make three to four lineups. Is it crazy to lock Scotty? Not at all, teaser. I think, matter of fact, I think that's the when you're playing that few lineups, you need to just completely. It's it's an easy, it's an even easier decision to shit or get off the pot. All Scotty and all of them, or no Scotty and all of them. I think that's the best way. How hard to uh, not play? Uh, how hard is it to not play Scotty? Well, it's pretty damn hard, especially when you're playing multiple thousands of dollars because you're basically giving up. Uh, if he wins, you you're going to get zero dollars back. Yosen uh, uh, Frogret, uh, any FanDuel contest worth looking at? No, I actually went and looked over there because I had a good week on FanDuel last week, and so I have a lot of funds over there. And I went and looked, and I said, "Well, this is insulting. Get the f- Polly, tell him. Nope, get the fuck out of here." All right, uh, let's see. No more Scheffler questions. If I have to read the name Scheffler, and it's Scheffner, guys. Read a book. Uh, do you ever uh, build from bottom up, pick your duds? Yeah, uh, I, I've done that a lot, right? I, I like to make stands in the 7Ks more than I like to make stands up top. That's been a big uh, switch of mine, Cody, is everybody spends all their time choosing who they want up top, and I spend all my time choosing who I want down low, and then I sprinkle up top. Like last week, I had 
lineups. You know, my two lineups that finished second place had uh, three low. Uh, they had they all had Bryson, they had KH Lee, they had uh, Connors, and they had uh, 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 Denny McCarthy, right? And the only difference was one was like uh, uh, Rom and a guy, and then another one was Sh- Scotty and a guy, and it was just like that, right? And so that, that's how I make my lineups. Uh, let's see, Eric, my man with a super chat. Thanks for the stroke at Cantlay tips. Uh, uh, showdown at PGA and all valuable content. Eric, I appreciate you. You did not have to do that. Very cool of you. Uh, Nick with 100 bucks. the editor chooses to eat one more week. Actually, he didn't choose shit. Nick chose for him to eat one more week. Does DK hate you? They always remind me uh, to make my lineups during the stream. Polly, tell him. Get the fuck out of here. You got to wait, DraftKings, not till 8 o'clock. Lord's time zone. That, and then you can make your lineups. Favorite 7K play? Hmm. I think I think I'm pretty warm. I think I oh mean I don't love the seven Ks, but I'll tell I'll tell you what I'm gonna I'm gonna bitch out on this question. My model's favorite is Bez. Third in the model, Bez. What is life right now, man? What is life? Cody Berry, thank you for the super chat. You're still rich because you know I we we make magical lineups together. We jump him back on Ricky. Uh, jump him back off of Ricky is more like it. Am I right? Are we fading Mark Hubbard? How we feeling about? Oh, how we feeling about Mark Hubbard? He was on my sleepers list this morning. I really liked him, but now that he's like five, six percent owned, I you know I just I don't love that. Right? I don't love uh, guys down there. But I'll tell you, his uh, ball striking at the PJ Championship was incredible, and historically, he's a really good putter, which is incredible because his putter is actually only that long. It's only that long. It's very impressive what he does. Uh. Uh, wait, you finally getting married? Not in this lifetime, Nick. I'm a best man in a wedding. And if I were getting married, I sure shit wouldn't be going to Portland. Uh, should you play Scotty more or less in single entry? I, 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 less. There's more incentive to play him in big contests because he'll be lower owned. In single entries, he will be 20% higher than what he is in the big one. So there's less incentive to play him. Kramer Hickok at 6K. You know, if I, if you made me pick a scrub at the bottom, uh, 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 Ben, he kind of makes sense. And he's a, he's a, he's a Texas boy. He went to the University of Texas. Go Longhorns, said no one ever okay uh dj what do you think of 30 players too much for 300 lineups no i think 30 is a really good number you could probably go up to 32 and be okay uh let's see here what do we got uh jerry matt do you prefer putters ball strikers or bombers this week i'm going bombers and you know why because no one else has said play bombers this week and uh i like to i like to be different than everybody else because everybody's just projecting that's what everybody forgets when they watch their content is everybody that makes content every single one of us are just projecting right and if everybody's projecting the same thing and they don't actually know why not just do the opposite of what they all say (laughs) It's, it's it's not that crazy of a question uh, let's see. Uh, can you, uh, can you pick one of your favorite in each category from the 8k range? Uh, oh, in the 8k range. Uh, well, my favorite putter would definitely be Denny McCarthy. My favorite bomber would definitely be Cam Davis. And my favorite ball striker in that range, probably be KH Lee, probably be KH Lee. I feel like that was just a, a, a trick to see if uh, I, I could name, like, if I if I know what type of players. All right, uh, Shez and Bez, I think so. Tonto, I think so too. I think you got a cool name. Kramer went to the University of Texas. Don't hey hey B Cub, don't be still don't be still on my uh, uh my 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 awesome knowledge. Weekend weather, no rain. It'll dry out. Moderate winds. I, I still think I still think the winning score is going to be like minus sixteen to minus eighteen, uh, which is quite a bit lower than we normally see. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Lock into at the top and rotate to the bottom, or lock in the bottom and rotate at the top. I like the latter. I like the latter more, Andrew. Uh, I make the nut lineups every week. Well, Kyle, that's because you're a genius. Okay. Which, by the way, I think all of our uh, best ball lineups are dead, Kyle. We got we got to go out harder next year, me and you. Uh, lastly, getting steamed. I don't. I, I, I he will get some ownership, but I don't think he's gonna get steamed. There's just too many other options down there. Uh, 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 looking for questions, looking for questions, uh, thoughts on Benny Ann. I, I don't like Benny Ann. I've not been on this Benny Ann resurgence, which is funny. Cause I used to be a Benny Ann slut back in the day, but I will tell you, he is at super discounted ownership cause he's overpriced. So if you like him, I think you'd be pretty happy to play him, right? Uh, 16 players too, uh, too few for uh 20 max or 16 players too. No, I, I, I call him. I usually like to be around 15 for my 20 max, but I think 16 is acceptable. Uh, Hey, good ear. Thanks brother. Thanks for getting in there. Go get in my listener league. Uh, who is the golfer most likely to get steamed up tonight? Cam Davis. I stand by it. Uh, how do you determine which chalk to eat is okay? It's very simple, Peter. I look at how likely they are to show up in the optimals, right? Like, let's say Scotty Scheffler is showing up in the optimal 30% of the time, yet I think he's going to be 35%. Well, to me, that chalk isn't worth eating. But let's say that Scotty Scheffler is showing up in the optimal 45% of the time, and he's going to be 35% owned. Well, now all of a sudden, that chalk is worth eating because he is going to get me there more often than he is not. Does that make sense? That's how I determine it, Peter. 
does the Hobbit come up uh, big this week? Well, the Hobbit will literally never be big, okay? But he could uh, win us some money. I'll say that. Uh, Chris Parrish, why are the guys who are crazy owned and get burned all the people last week garnering so much attention? I think that people have gotten a lot wiser, and they realize that like holding on to your emotions and not going back to people makes no sense. So guys like Ricky and Sungjae, who I thought I was going to get at super discounts this week, are not at all. Uh, but there are some guys that burned everybody last week who you are getting a discount on, like, like Russell Henley, right? Russell Henley, Sam Burns, they fucked everybody last week, and uh, they're definitely getting some ownership. Uh, will Nate the Great come from the uh, come back to coach? Okay, I haven't been watching the season, so uh, please please don't spoil season three for me. Okay, uh, do you make your own projections? I do, Joe. We got them all over on the website. It's even right there. Hell, I think I got it right here on the Rosetta Stone. See, there's our projections right there. Hope this isn't this week's. No, that's last week's or a couple weeks. That's Byron Nelson a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we make our own. It takes forever. It's a pain in the ass. Wish I would have never signed up for it. But once you start doing it, you can't stop, and you get a little bit better at the process every week. Who's catching the late steam tonight? Cam Davis already answered it. Uh, I'm not answering any more Scotty questions, okay? Scotty is a god in seven different religions. That's all you need to know. Best tacos in Fort Worth. I don't know. My my buddy that I go see is like about as cultured as swine, so we never do anything. He's like, you want to get Domino's tonight? I'm like, yes, I drove to Fort Worth to fucking eat Domino's, you dickhead. Uh, okay. Uh, anyone on Kurt Kitayama? Uh, I don't. Th- I mean, he's going to be about eight to ten percent, so it's not like he's a free square, but uh, he's not as owned as I think he should be. Who's the best non-shock six K guy? Hmm. Coming at me hard with these questions tonight. Non-shock six K. Give me, give me. Wait, who was that one I had down here? Give me old Kevin Strelman. All right, what's up, brother? Do you ever consider hold locations when playing Showdown? Absolutely. Uh, I consider it more for, like, um, prop bets and stuff, right? Over on Underdog, whenever I'm looking for birdies and stuff, when they have those tucked, like the PGA Championship was tucking some pins last week, it almost makes some holes, like, impossible to birdie without rolling in a 30-foot putt. Uh, For individual, you know, for DFS, not as much, right? Not as much. Uh, let's see. Is there a pivot range this week? All kinds of pivots. What is the money cutoff uh, equal for scrubs? I, I, I honestly, I see guys all the way down to 6,000 I would play. For real. For real. I don't know if they'll make it in my pool, but they're guys that I've that are on my list of considerations. Ricardo. Uh, are you uh, worried about playing uh, guys who have been qualifying for the U.S. Open? You know, that's a legit question, right? Like, their mind's somewhere else. Maybe they're a little exhausted, didn't get to practice on the course. I think there may be something to that. Problem is, that starts marking out a lot of guys, Cody. Okay, uh, and, and this is what I wouldn't do, Cody. I definitely wouldn't be looking at guys who did well at the U.S. Open qualifiers and thinking that's somehow a sign of 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 uh, recent form. I know that is like their most recent form, but that's a different tournament, man. That's firing up flags. Those guys got to go low with those courses to qualify for the U.S. Open, and I just don't think that's normal PGA golf. I don't think that's a real good one. Did you listen to uh, Brick75 on Pat Mayo talking about using 89 players in his pool based on his simulations? Will you ever be uh, willing to change your way? No, I, look, it could be Travis. That's, that's a great... I have not got to listen to it. I will definitely listen to it. I'm a fan of Pat and Brick. And what I'll say about that is Brick clearly knows what he's doing at PGA DFS. He's been very successful at it, but uh, so have I. And I have my method and he has his method. And the best part about it is I love knowing that there's multiple ways to be successful at this. The key is, is to just find your process. He has one that works for him. I have one that works for me. And let me just go ahead and tell you, they're very, very different. But that doesn't mean that one's right and one's wrong. It just means they're different, right? And so uh, a lot of times you can get to the same correct answer and use different methods to get there. Thoughts on Cam Davis? Uh, Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, From there, where we go? Starting Rose and Fleetwood. Am I crazy? You're giving up a lot of win equity, but if you think one of those guys are going to win, I love it. Problem is, you got to be very convinced one of them's going to win because who the hell's going to win in that lineup, right? It ain't going to be anybody below him, most likely. All right, moving on, looking for questions. Uh, has to be a Higgs week. I, it's never a Higgs week for me, bro. Favorite sleeper in the low 7Ks? Uh, where was he? Give me, old, uh, give me old Justin Suh. Give me Justin Suh. Is it Sue or Suh? I don't know. Uh, am I going to burn all my money on Burns this week? If you play him in 100% of your lineups, you are. Maybe just play 20% and have a lot of leverage on him. I'm hearing Straka uh, might be the nuts. Well, Straka's pretty good, but I like Straka at longer hard courses. <clears throat> no Bunkley Donkey Chalk. I mean, he was he's he's kind of questionable, Phil. He's like, eh, I don't know about that. We have him as eh chalk over on the site. Right? We got a little bit eh. of this chalk. Uh, who are you targeting in the low 7K range? Uh, already answered. I, Palmer, I don't think is going to be as popular as people think, Mike. Rashad, can you help me not get Domin wrong this week? Yeah, well, I mean, this is what I've done with Domin. I never play him, so I always get him right. It's a little move I came up with a long time ago. What's the biggest interest fee you typically play in? Um, well, so I, on a given week, you know, like on the majors, I'll play in a lot of the 555s and stuff like that, 333s. This week, I believe the highest one I'm in is the $307 Fantasy Golf World Championship. But I will tell you, I am eyeing a $4,000 contest, but 
I need to shut up about that because I don't want to sound the alarms. Although I can't imagine too many of you are sweating a $4,000 entry tonight. Um, pretty terrible MME um, options this week for low to mid stakes with DK targeting turnies. Uh, dump 25 into that. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the MMEs are basically getting so big and they're just kind of condensing it down to two or three. They're not really great. I, I don't know why they got rid of my $10 18 max and put that $10 resurgence up, but that really, that was a contest that a lot of people like to just play their 18 lineups in for the week and that'd be all they play. And now you don't have that. So the MMEs are kind of gross this week. I agree. One more concentrated ownership week in a while you referenced. Uh, when that's the case, do you find yourself adjusting the size of your player pool? Uh, not really. I really don't. I, 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 if anything, it just means that I'm probably going to eat a little bit more of that, uh, uh, some of that chalk and uh it, it also means that i don't have to pivot as many places because that uh, the, it's that chalk is really spread out i mean outside of the top three and none of them are really that gross right i mean i know it's gross to play a 12 percent on jt poston but like it, it's not like the worst it's not like he's 18 percent, right there's just a big difference and he's really 12 percent is really just pretty much in line with every guy around him down there weirdly enough i don't know why everybody's in love with that range whatever bob uh, Zach says, uh, Michael Block at 6900, tell him, Polly. Get the fuck out of here. If you play Michael Block, don't talk to me, okay? If you want if you want to cheer for him, I get it. I want to cheer for him, too. But go put a bet on him or something. That shit's stupid. Cole or Buckley? Uh, man, that's a good question, Zach. I kind of I, I like them both. I, I, I'm going Cole, so go Buckley. Uh, what's posting, What's up with the post in love? I don't know. I, that people like him at short courses is the only thing I can think of. 102 likes. We can do better. I agree. We're up to 167 likes, and there's 269 of you in here. Go, go hit the like. Uh, did DK uh, 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 give you your contest and uh, sacrifice your baby? That's a great question, Nick. Maybe that's what happened. Like, all right, we'll give you your own contest, but no more 18 max. It's like, hey, that wasn't I – didn't, I didn't sign off on that, DK. Okay, remember, you can't spell dickheads without DK. Never made that joke. Pretty proud of it. Pretty proud. Uh, we crossed over uh, the 900 mark on the listener league. Let's go. 100 more. Thank you. Right, let's go see where we're at. Let's see where we're at. Let's hit refresh. Uh, 947. I need 50 more people. Go get in my contest. Actually, I only need uh, 18 more people because you can enter it three times, you donkeys. All right, go back to the well with Echo this week. I mean, I don't hate it. I really don't. I, I'm an Echo truther. I don't. I, I. He's still so young in his career. I don't even know if this is the right course for him because I don't know what kind of courses are his. What's your strategy for a three max core guys? When I do a three max, I do it one of two ways. I either have three guys that I put in all three lineups, or I have five guys that I put in at least two of those lineups. Right? That's how I do it. Lowest owned with highest upside in the 8Ks. Uh, who has high upside down here? Taylor Moore, for sure. Taylor Moore has huge upside. Uh, all right. Uh, can old Rope Hat redeem himself? I think so. I'm not afraid to go back to the old Rope. Uh, best bomber to play this week. Uh, who is a good bomber to play this week? That's a good question. I didn't even think about that. Give me some... Uh, give me old... Give me old... Give me old... Uh, you know what? Give me Cam Champ. Why not? Give me some Cam Champ. Uh, any love for Hoagie this week? I am uh, currently trying to lose weight for the wedding, so no cheesesteaks for me this week, Christian. No cheesesteaks for me. Love uh, love your content. I love that comment about my content. Thank you. I'm Rum Burgundy. All right, there's our winners. Uh, getting down to the questions. Hold on. Wait, where did my questions go? Where did they go? Oh, no. Oh, no. I lost the questions. Oh, crap. Okay, moving down, moving down, moving down. I only got five more minutes. I'm getting out of here. Editor, real quick, draw our last winner. Draw our last winner. It's 8 o'clock. We still got 267 tryhards in here. Does Scotty have to pay to win his price? I don't think so, Corey. It really depends on what the other guys do. But I, I do think most likely he will have to certainly top five with a lot of birdies to pay it off. Will Eric Cole be first-round leader? Uh, it feels like that. He's the kind of guy that would do it. I, for first-round leader, Ike, I would definitely be taking somebody in the morning. Uh, is it a Pearson Cootie week? Not for me, Chris, but I, I still think the kid's going to be going to be something. Uh, in single entry, will Scotty's ownership be high? Yes, it'll be about twenty percent higher than it is normal. So I guess around forty to forty-five percent. Uh, do you have a quick strategy for underdog round one? Uh, yeah, take guys in the morning. <laughs> Pretty simple. Uh, am I late? Thanks for the help, big guy. We got five hundred dollars in round three for the five dollar turn. Let's go, Brock. Yeah, seven o'clock Lord's time zone. You know better. Uh, Rob, uh, yeah, Mata seventy five is my name on DK. You'll, you'll, it's easy to find. I'm always second place on the leaderboards. It's pretty easy to find. Uh, 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 Rick Roll, uh, okay, only second place at the Fantasy Golf World Championship. So if second place is a really nice prize, I won't be in second. Uh, at what salary range do you start talk, uh, taking into account tee times? AM, PM. Uh, I, anything under eight thousand for me, Rick Roll. How late will you be available to build lineups tonight? Well, uh, probably pretty late. I stay up pretty late, but I'd like to get it done probably within the next two hours, Broseph. Uh, who is your favorite? Uh, who is your favorite member? Um, uh, uh, I don't even know what that means. Favorite member of what? Um, 
I, I love I, I love all my members the same. Okay, I think isn't that what your mom always says? Mom, who who do you love the most? I love all my children the same. That, that's what I'll say. Is it true? Uh, probably not, but that's what I'm gonna say. Uh, let's see here. Uh, DJ, any thoughts on Taryn? Uh, love him at Showdown. I'm out at week long. He's just one of those guys like Higo and EVR. They just they, they got it for a round. They just cannot put it together until they do. Callum Taryn, wasn't he like minus 12 in like one round at the PGA Championship? And he just dog shit every other round. Uh, what's your underdog username? Trying to see uh, uh, if we're in any best balls together. Degenerate75. Degenerate, I'm in 14 uh, uh, of, the, of the one of, uh, what's it called? The, the original Albatross. I have 14 advanced. Pretty excited. Uh, who are you not playing? Uh, Speefies. Speefies. Why does Morikawa suck? Because he's not good. It's pretty, that's pretty, no. Honestly, I think he got married and he became an even huger bitch than he already was. Neesmith worth a look? Yes. I like, I like his ball striking. Ryan Palmer playing in Texas. Uh, what, what you say? I, I, I'm not opposed to it, brother. Not about, I, I was going to fade him, but now that I see he's like legit half the ownership of those other guys, I'm kind of interested. 30 golfers in a player pool. Too much for 300. Wait, I answered that. Kader. I'm going to get to your questions. Thoughts on No, not answering it. Jimmy Walker, comeback narrative. I mean, okay. I, Jimmy Walker's been playing good this year. He does not suck anymore. I don't think this is the ideal course for him, though. I will say that. Uh, Michael Block looks like a recovering alcoholic. I, I kind of agree with that, Patrick. Looks like a guy that's lived a very hard life. Uh, if you're uh, playing nine single entries, would you play? Uh, would you make nine lineups and use the solver? Yeah, I think so. I, that's how I would do it. I almost use anytime I do more than like five lineups, I use the solver. Yep, it just it just it just takes all my biases out of it. Do I have enough win equity if I start with Hovland and Homa? Yeah, I think so because those guys probably equal about seven percent. Problem is, the rest of your lineups probably aren't going to get shit. So you're going to have to find some other win equity. I, you at least got to get to double digit win equity, in my opinion. Uh, which Buckley Taylor Postman catch uh, the most ownership or just pivot off of them? I think, oh, oh, ain't nobody playing Taylor. I don't know where the hell you think people are playing Taylor, but Buckley and Postman will definitely be the two highest owned of those guys. Did Bryson uh, and, and uh, did Kepka and Bryson become besties? I don't think so, brother. Uh, Silver Fox, I know that guy, Silver Fox. Let's do a lineup together, you mother father. Do you like uh, Marty Doe uh, at this tourney at all? I don't ever like Marty Doe, except for like some occasional showdown shit. Um, is Mav still broken? I feel like he is, but I kind of want to. I kind of want to find out. I, I I can't decide. Kiss from a rose. Uh, that's there's a seal barking joke in there, Kenny. Yeah, the seal. Uh, 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 I hate that song. They used to always. They'd always play that stupid seal song, "Kiss by a Rose" or whatever. I hated that song. It's such a bad song. I was like, oh, and then just seeing his face, and he had like that stupid, like you look like Freddy Krueger with a thing on his face. I didn't know what was going on. All right, guys, I think that's it. I appreciate every one of you for staying this long. It has been fun. All of you that won, reach out to me. Guys, go get in my contest. We got to get it filled. We're going to do this every week. I don't want to have to sell it this hard every week. I start getting in my contest. It's the best one out there. Next week will be reduced rake and a flatter payout structure. Help me get this one filled. It'll only continue to grow. Thank you for all those super chats. Thank you for being here. Come check out the website. We are growing. We are having fun. If you're an asshole, fuck off. I'll kick you out anyways. It's been real. I hope you enjoy this outro. You motherfucker. Father.